A lot of people asking, and we're back for season two, episode one. People said that we got knocked out like Ronda Rousey. People said that we took a hiatus like Dave Chappelle when he went to Jamaica. People said that we're back like Tiger Woods before he was actually back, but now he's really back because he's just not even drinking but falling asleep at goddamn stoplights. And we're back with this episode, and Michael Weiss is back. We have Tommaso Diagostino, striker from Real, Unreal Real Madrid. We have <laughs> back. Let's get it rolling. Keep it on the level. say Tiger Woods. Uh, he fell asleep at the wheel, huh? Tiger Woods did fall asleep at the wheel. Was not drinking. Well, I'll tell you what he could have used a drink of. Cafe motherfucking Bustello. I'm telling you, these people need to wake up feeling groggy, feeling down. Boom. Shot a Cafe Bustello right in the morning. Have you turn your E's into C's, eventually into A's. Plumber great thing recommend- about Cafe Bustello is if you need to go to the bathroom, it doubles as a laxative. Plumber's and- number one choice of coffee. Okay, let's get back into the stories now. Um, let's first talk about our first guest here. We got Tommaso Diagostino, yeah. uh, soccer player. He's been all over the world. Tommaso, how many different countries have you uh, been in? Uh, let's see. United States of America, Italy. England, Finland, Croatia, Egypt, uh, Denmark. How many is that? 20? I think so. I think we're around 20 there. Where in the world is Tommaso Diagostino, a lot of people used to say? He's at his parents' house right now. So, (laughs) Uh, I think Victor said that the only guests we allow on have to live in their parents' house. Still live in their parents' household. I fit that criteria. Uh, Diagostino is one of those household names. I mean, you you just hear the name and you just think soccer. Those those Diagostinos were born with soccer balls in their hands or on their feet, maybe. Wherever. Um, So let's talk a little bit about uh, Tommaso. You are not like the biggest gambler in the world, right? But uh, you play the sport. You see the people. uh, You in Italy. You played over there. Uh, tell us a little bit about how the gambling is over there, uh, especially with, uh, I think you told me a few times, some of your teammates even got in on the action. Well, in Italy, uh, like in most of Europe, sports gambling is completely legal and there's betting stations on every corner. So I spent my spare <laughs> time in a snide betting station, putting money on Russian second division basketball, roller hockey, uh, fifth division soccer games, basically anything's up for grabs. Have you ever bet on your team that you play for? No. Well, my team. All right. So we got a bonus for one of our games because we won an away game against the first place team in the league. So the following game as a group, well, our captain decided we'd pool all our money together (laughs) and we'd bet on us to either win or tie at home. And we were heavily unfavored because we weren't doing well. So it would have been a huge payout. Guaranteed. We were feeling good. We beat the first place team. Uh, Sunday comes around, home game. We lose through 3-0. Everybody loses their bonus. And, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. 
That backfired, huh? Didn't work. Uh, Should have bet the other way. Pete Rose of Italian soccer. Yeah, there's uh, in Italy you can bet from the first division all the way down to like the fifth division. So uh, my buddies, my buddies would call. They'd look at the odds in the betting station. They'd call up their other buddies on the other teams, and they'd go, "You guys are favored two to one. What do you think? Any injuries? This and that." And they'd get the report straight from the players. And uh, won their fair share of, of money doing it that way. What was that other story you were telling us off air earlier? Um, okay. Um, last game of the season, my team's in second to last place. Uh, the team above us is playing the first place team. So in Italy, on the last game of the season, all the games start at the exact same time to avoid <laughs> any sports live betting. Checking yeah. the live score and teams throwing games in the middle of the match. Uh, so there's 20 games going on at once. 18 games start at the same exact time. Our game and the team above us, we were having like a standoff because they were <laughs> playing the first place team and we were playing a mid-level team. And uh, depending on their result, we were either getting relegated, depending on our result, they were going down. So we were just stalling, not trying to start the game because we thought that they would start and we could keep track of what was going on and fix the game as it was going. Uh, so we had guys... <laughs> pretending that they drank Cafe Bustello with diarrhea in the bathroom. We had a, we had one guy who literally left the stadium just so that we could say a player was missing. Uh, so all the other games were about 30 minutes in, and our game and the other team's game hadn't started yet. So uh, eventually the ref just made us get on the field. And uh, needless to say, we lost. The other team lost, but we ended up going down. <laughs> Is that well, a fake laugh, Vinny, or was that real? Fake. Guilty as charged with the stories. If I hear Vinny's fake fucking laugh one more time, I'm honestly hanging up. Vin, stop doing that. <laughs> Dave, Dave, you were not supposed to talk just yet. But speaking of Dave Franco, Tommaso, you had the chance to play against Dave in high school soccer. And before that, we added him to the call. Could you just kind of say what you said about his... About his skills? <laughs> what, did I have, what did I say? I never said anything. Now, I never played I, against Franco. I never played against you guys. Yeah, how he was like lackadaisical. And... <laughs> yeah, Tommaso, he's just basically looking to say for you to say that I'm awful. Just go ahead and say it so we can fucking move on. <laughs> no, because I, I can't say it. I don't know. Just go. go. The next time you're about to throw away something, you throw it into this garbage can just think of dave franco on the <laughs> soccer field when you, when you do that franco well, was the first ever senior to make the freshman team <laughs> <laughs> Nick, that was really fucking funny and also he was the only senior not to start on senior night <laughs> that's how fucking bad he was uh, okay, let's talk about the Champions League. That's why we got Tommaso on here. So we got to talk Juventus versus Real Madrid. Big we game. Need big a, game. A lock from Tommaso Diagostino. All right. You trust my word and my knowledge of the game. You would take Juventus to take it all the way and win it in regulation. Wow. In regulation? Not even overtime or? No, they're going to take it in regulation because. Their back three, depending on their formation, they might go with a 3-5-2. They'll go with Chiellini, Barzali, and Bonucci in the back. 
and I don't care. Real could have Ronaldo, but he's not. He may get one, but they're not going to break him down. Were those types of pastas that you just named? There were those. <laughs> There's fucking Penne Pasta playing left back, Tagliatelle <laughs> playing right back, Zidi's up top. <laughs> wait, wait. So, uh, what are the odds on this game? I think it's. Uh, I think the Juve's uh, even money, and yeah. uh, Real Madrid's minus one twenty. So they're they're not even favored by that much. I, I really personally like Juve here. They play great defense. Real Madrid, not really known as much for their defense. What do you think about the over-under of 2.5 goals? Ah, that's tough. Uh, any Italian team in a final match is more than happy with a 1-0 scoreline. Uh, leaning towards the under, I just think that Ronaldo's going to bag at least one. So, Ooh. two, two and a half. Go with, go with the over 2-1 Juve final. There and you like, have it. 2-1 Juventus. In a barn goals burner. by goals by Iguain chokes in the in the big matches. So I'm gonna go with a goal by Dybala. Dybala. Mm-hmm. And maybe I wanna say Cuadrado. Wow. Oh, I like Cuadrado. So uh who's gonna be starting up top? Does Manzukic start? Uh in a game like this, you put Iguain up top, Dybala behind him as a number ten. He can kind of freely control the attack and play. And you put Manzukic maybe at left wing, which he's never played in his career until this year, but he scored over 10 goals doing it. So I think he got Iguain up top on his own. Okay. Uh, I like this. Um, but what about the draw at the end of regulation? You think that's too risky? It's about two to one. I mean, it pays out pretty nicely on that one. I think that's about two to one it pays out. So. Yeah. I mean, a, a draw is, is good because Real Madrid in the past – Two Champions League victories that they won. They won on penalties last year against yeah. Atletico. Fuck in Atletico. 2014, Sergio Ramos scored in the 93rd minute, and then they won it in extra time. So Real is probably playing for extra time just based on history and their stats. Yeah, Atletico bankrupted me last year. I had all my money on them, and then they went to overtime, and then. The tough thing Penalty is that kicks. Ronaldo is hitting stride at the right time. He started scoring all of his goals in the knockout rounds. Yep. And uh, he's carrying that into... He had a hat-trick against Bayern Munich. So he's probably carrying that into the final, which is bad for Juve. And these are two teams that won their leagues, right? Yeah. Juve won it a little bit more comfortably because the Italian league's not as strong as it once was. They only got about two other... Roma and Napoli that can challenge for the title. Uh, Spanish league, it was just Barca and Real all the way until the last day, last day of the season. Franco, now, what do you think? Do we have a prediction from you? Okay, moving La- on. Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, Franco, seriously, what do you think? La Liga is a powerhouse. Syria is not on their level. Real Madrid, three nothing. Three nothing. What an idiot! With that defense, the Italian John defense, Luigi three Buffon, three to nothing. Come on, Buffon. Real Madrid, yeah. three to nothing. Well, you're a, yeah, he's a Portugal fan, though, everybody. So, buyer beware on that one. Uh, this guy's talking like he's got a paper asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more soccer topic that we're going to talk about. Tiamaso with is <laughs> Francisco Todi finally calls it quits. Oh, Francesco Totti years. calls it after, yeah, he's 25 years at the club. 
25 seasons. One club, you'll never see that again. No, speaking of match fixing, that Juventus was king for match fixing. They got regulated for that. But another match that was fixed was definitely in 02 in South Korea when Francisco Tony gets blatantly rocked in the penalty box. Instead of calling a penalty, they call him a, they call a dive for his second yellow. Dive. A dive. I just watched that video on Facebook yesterday. I think it was like the 15-year anniversary of that. Poor it was a dive. It was 100% a dive. No, it wasn't. He kicked his shin. What? Is this guy for real? He dove. Okay. What is it? <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Well, you know what's interesting about that? Is that referee who also fixed the game of South Korea-Spain in the quarterfinals. That Spain won in regulation, but he called back two goals, and then he made them lose in penalty kicks. Was arrested three years ago for trafficking cocaine into America. So I don't know judgment of his character, but you tell me. That's so true. I mean, he clearly affected both ga- the, the the quarterfinal match and yeah. the... In the the Italy match, I can't, I can't believe that Victor. Where were you when you saw that play? I was at a field day at Blueberry Hill School or some shit like that. Well, you're an asshole, first of all, for going to school that day. I was home <laughs> yeah. on my couch watching it. My mom called my uh, <laughs> called me out of school so I could come home and watch it. I was sick to my stomach at 11 years old. I mean, well, you ended up sick. I was sick. Franco's that type of dude that still has a MySpace. <laughs> I don't know if I ever deleted mine. It's probably still out there on the, on the web. I don't think you can. I, think you're I don't so think you can yeah, delete like, them. Do you even delete MySpace? I probably have so many chicks messaging me that I'm like missing all these opportunities responding to. All right, we got to move on from the Sobaker topic because I think people are already tuned off if they already didn't tune off when they heard Franco was going to be on the podcast. Well, let's keep them hooked in with the lacrosse finals. <laughs> the cross finals. <laughs> <laughs> I got a quick lacrosse story. So I'm, ta- I'm talking shit one day in the locker room, and I didn't even notice, but it was the lacrosse head coach, and I was talking shit about lacrosse. And he came up to me and uh, make a short story long. I ended up having to become the lacrosse manager. James Mack, they call him Jim Mackin. He's a lacrosse player for Aguam. And I would keep the stats. I would always juice his stats. So they have ground (laughs) balls. And regularly somebody would get like 10 to 15 ground balls a game. Each game I was giving them like 25 to 30 ground balls. He led Western Mass in ground balls. He made like all Scholastic first, all Western Mass because of the ground ball stat. And he started getting recruited by college teams because of the stats were so unbelievable. But little did everyone know I was just juicing the stats. Juicing them up. I was always skeptical about the high school stats because somehow – our high school goalkeepers are making 12 saves a game with only four shots on goal. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> I think Franco is worried about the stats, too, because literally if you look up Dave Franco, it's zeros across the board. <laughs> Victor, I assisted on both your fucking goals 
in the Western Mass playoffs in the year. <laughs> wow. Ah. I honestly wish we didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> Why? What happened? Because he probably missed, like, a cheerleading competition or something <laughs> on that Saturday. <laughs> Franco was one of those dudes that was so whipped in high school. Like, he would have to carry his girls' books to, like, class and stuff like that. Yeah, Vic. <laughs> totally. So lacrosse vital, though. That was awesome. Waking up on Memorial Day to that. I mean, there's nothing like a lacrosse game hung over as shit on Memorial Day. It was awesome to see. Who, who won it? Maryland? Good job. Awesome. <laughs> Good job. Good job. What about that Bryce Harper fight, though? Did anybody see that fucking he thing? chucked his helmet at him first. Classic case, you don't throw your helmet with the bill of the hat. You got to use the ear hole. You get more no, velocity. No, you should have did that, that thing where you throw it up in the air to distract and, it. And, and then hold. chuck a jab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. love that. But the biggest the biggest loser out of that whole entire brawl has <laughs> to be Buster Posey. I mean, no, Jeff oh. Samarja ran over his own fucking player. You're an yeah, idiot. Buster Posey, you do everything that... You can do to stop that guy. It's like when you go out with all your friends and you have like one really hot friend. Like mine would be like Rob, my roommate. If I was out with Rob, really? Yeah. Good looking guy. But you do everything you can to defend that hot friend. So their grill (laughs) doesn't get messed up or anything like that. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Yeah, right? I mean, everyone knows yeah. you got to protect yeah. hot friend. So Bryce Harper is a hot friend. Weiss, who would say? Who would you say your hot friend is? Connor Dendeville. God, that's tough. <laughs> you think it's Connor, Vin? I mean, with the crew we had last week, maybe. Well, dude, I mean, that was a laughing crew. I mean, Shrew was, was probably the a... next best-looking kid. <laughs> dude, yeah, it would probably be Connor. Connor. He's just not jacked, though. He's got a fucking man gut these days. I would ask Franco who his hot friends is. But does Franco have any friends? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I decided to jump on this shitty fucking podcast. I thought his I thought his helmet flip was the most pussy thing I've ever seen. I'm a pretty soft ass kid, and I'm telling you, I would have a better helmet flip than that fucking pussy. Was that the first helmet toss, like, on a charge to the mouth? Dude, it slipped out of his hands. <laughs> so You're telling me, like, he's an athlete who's about to get paid $500 million and he can't throw a helmet, like, any better than that? I'm telling it you. It went sideways. It's like watching me throw darts, but he had a fucking helmet, and he tried to hit somebody. You're a $500 million player. You should have snuffed the guy with that. Dude, but Buster Posey. <laughs> He, he was definitely yeah, taking whatever Tiger Woods took because he literally fell asleep. <laughs> he, I'll tell you what, Buster Posey, drink some cafe fucking Bustello, first of all. <laughs> Wake the fuck up. I don't know what you're doing. Okay, let's move on now. I think we should really start talking about some of the key topics. Uh, one of the most important things we have to talk about. Let's get into the fucking NBA Finals in the most predictable matchup we have of all. The Golden State Warriors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Guys, guys, no one saw this coming at the start of the season. Let me tell you. Nobody. 
I can't believe it would happen like this. I thought it was going to be the Lakers-Celtics. I thought it was going to be <laughs> Lakers-Knicks all the way. Trust the process. I had the Hawks to win the East. I had the Spurs along with Baru. That fucking backfired. Mm-hmm. I had the Celtics. Did they win? I had uh, the Springfield Sting at least making a playoff <laughs> appearance, but no, nope. they didn't do nope. it. Springfield Sting. Hey, Vin, what are you doing on Friday night? Oh, my God. You know, I was thinking about going to Sam's, maybe Max's Tavern. Don't waste your time doing that. Come down to a Springfield Sting game. Oh, I'd love to. What is that noise? <laughs> In the middle of our ad, we have someone <laughs> picking... Moist grabbing Cheetos in the middle of the promo. What? <laughs> dude, we're doing a plug right now. Come on. We're doing a plug. We're plugging this, dude. Dude, what? oh my God. Moist, are you seriously like, crinkling <laughs> up newspaper while we're shooting one of our ads? Are you wiping your ass with a Doritos bag? <laughs> you got an ice cream bar. Oh, it's an ice cream bar. Janet, these are delicious. <laughs> 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 so let's talk about this finals Weiss, tell us how this is going to play out What do you see? You're our basketball guru I think the Warriors win in six I think they're going to get two games at home Cavs will get two games at home And then the Warriors handle them easily in the final games It might go four games No, it's just a sweep by Warriors Oh, okay, sweep by the Warriors and so, so do you think there's some value into betting them to win four straight games? Uh, no, but I think there's value in them at only minus 200, minus 250. I think they should be like minus 400, minus 500. They lost last year in the seventh game when they were up 3-1. And then they added the second best player in the world. You guys really think the Cavs are going to win it? I think Warriors, Warriors in five. Yeah, I, I really think that's realistic. Five, six games. But they Cavs, the Cavaliers win in seven again. Durant wins MVP. Vin, no chance to go seven. I know. Unless the Raptors rig it. I'm just trying to be devil's advocate here like they do on first take. But to be honest, I've been saying all year that the Cavs, even against the Celtics, they gave us open shots. We just couldn't hit shit. The Warriors will not let them do that. They're going to give open shots to a whole bunch of slew of Golden State Warrior players, and they're going to bury threes all day on them. And yeah, this and it's, defense, the only, it's, it's the it's only time gonna, all year or all, all playoffs where LeBron has to guard a really good player. I mean, he had to guard Paul George, but that's – I mean, you could take him off him and let him guard like fucking um, – who's that lefty on their team? I can't think of his name right now, but you, I mean, you can let him take time Patrick off. You, you're going to have to have he guarded DeRozan. Game. Dude, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Dude, DeRozan's their shooting guard. He didn't guard him almost at he all. He still covered Frank. DeRozan for half the series, half the sweep. <laughs> Frank, Frank. Oh, please go re- rewatch please. the video. I will. How many minutes it. did you Frank, actually watch the game? You're out of your own. Frank, oh, take a seat. Who's going to be the surprise bench guy? That makes a difference in the finals. Ooh, I Patrick like McCaw from UNLV, one of the worst basketball players in the world at UNLV, somehow start starts sometimes for the Golden State Warriors. I don't know what happens when players leave UNLV, but unbelievable. 
JaVale McGee is going to have his vengeance on Shaq once and for all in this NBA Finals. Corver. Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver. He likes Corver. Weiss, who do you like as a star bench player? JaVale McGee. Franco should be familiar with this bench role. <laughs> Wait, guys, let's talk about, okay, a couple more things. NBA Finals MVP, guys. Who, who do you think there's some good value on? Do you guys know Kevin the other Durant. Durant. I got Cavs, LeBron. I like Curry's odds. I like Curry to have a big series, and uh, I think he's at plus money. Durant's like probably uh, favored, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I now that you say that, Ben, I think that's a very good, well thought out statement. But fuck the you, best it's value be Durant. is Kyrie. Kyrie is plus twelve hundred. Yeah, no, he's not going to win on a team with LeBron. If they win, the, if they win, it's, it's got to go to LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Even if they want to give it to Kyrie, it will still go to LeBron. Yeah, but you guys don't think James Jones' value at plus 100,000 is good? Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, he could hit the game-winning shot in every single game that the Cavs win, and they still— It doesn't matter. It's not like the Super Bowl if, like, you got, like, three interceptions. Like, if James Jones had 80 points in the last game, he He's still wouldn't get LeBron. finals MVP. If right. he had 80, I, I will guarantee you that he would get finals MVP if he scored 80 in a game. No, no. no. Guaranteed. No, no, no. Over the whole series? Ben, it doesn't ben, matter. Ben, newsflash, Kobe scored 81 in a fucking game, and they still gave the MVP to some white cracker named Steve Nash, and I'm still fucking hit, pissed off about it. Speaking yeah, of that, that, that 81 point, I thought it was 82 points. No, it was 81. 81? Somebody once said yeah. that it was a silent 81. <laughs> I, how do you think that was big ant? I, I, uh, silent 81. What is silent about 81? Quietly points? banged in 81. <laughs> Dude, it was a silent 81. If it wasn't for those 80 points, he, he wouldn't have showed up. You know what? Silent hit, 81. If he hit eight more threes. It had 15 more free throws. He would have been at 100 points. No, that's just ridiculously bad math. Yeah, that's 120 points. That's way over 100. It's 120. That's not even fucking close. (laughs) Sorry, I did my numbers out wrong before the show. Oh, my God. Holy (laughs) shit. If he just made 40 more buckets, he would have been right at 100 points. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Wait, Are we playing by ones and twos? Hold okay. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to get back to the NBA Finals. Yeah, and we got to talk about game one spread, by the way. Should, I think we should be betting the over-unders of these What finals. is the spread for game one? Uh, minus seven Golden State, as usual. They're going to be favored this whole series. But I think, I think, game, wow, Cleveland is 61% of the money line, uh, the spread is on Cleveland's side. I think Golden State wins this big game yeah, one. Yeah, that's a lock. Warriors are a lock. And dude, first half Warriors. And you, you know what I you know what I like uh guys, really just, you know, you might not get the first over under the series correct, but I love the playoff matchups. You play the same team every night. Look at that over under, look how it changes, look how the money's going on it. I mean, okay, so it's 225 tomorrow. I'm guessing that could go way under it could go way under tomorrow and then let's see how that adjusts for game two and then you bet the opposite just keep betting the opposite i'm telling you it works in these nba finals Vinny, if you had the choice if you 
if somebody said, I'll tell you the outcome of this game, but you can never speak to Dave Franco ever in your life again, would you do it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, 100%. You guys are awesome. Franco, does this actually affect your like like livelihood and confidence when you go to bed tonight or no? No, I don't give a fuck about you guys. Hey, babe, how was work? <laughs> well so what do you guys think about minus seven and 225.5 that's guys the money and and everybody's on cleveland tomorrow that's crazy wow vinny 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 it's thursday too by the way say it's 225 yeah 225 and a half that's not that high i mean that's very high that's fucking high for a finals game, yes, but I mean, like, Rockets playing was 228. So, what do you guys think? Make Love your predictions, guys. What do you think for game one? I think Curry has over 22 points. I like that. I'm going Golden State minus seven is an absolute utter lock. Please, everybody, take that bet. Yeah, game, on one, I got, game one, I got Golden State. Oh. Guys, real quick. <laughs> Uh, w- WNBA live stats. The Fever losing to the Wings by 28 points. What do you got? I like the I like I like the Fever to come back in that one. Can I Fever lock that? Lo- Fever lose by 21. Can I lock Ready? that in on William Hill? Without looking up, where do you think the Fever are from in the WNBA? Indiana. Nice. And the Wings? Buffalo. Close. Very close. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's the kind of shit i just pull out of a hat i mean franco's sitting over here we give him a platform 30 seconds to sound off and he's sitting over there with his hands up his ass not knowing what to say or what to do it's kind of like his whole high school career he just sat there and once again we get him on this podcast you know give him the floor might, might as well see what he could do with it sits fucking there doesn't say anything. MB, MB, the defense. Vic, Vic, I do not care enough about your 40 listeners to fucking sound off on you right now. You guys have had me on this phone for three fucking hours. Give us locks of the week and let's wrap this shit up. Biggest loser segment. Everyone name their biggest loser this week. Franco, start with you. No pun intended. All right, I'm hanging up. I'm done. No, give it to us. Give it to us, Franco. Franco, give it to us. Fuck with your future fucking podcast. No, seriously, just give it to us, dude. Give us a lock. Just give, no, give us a lock, sound off. Franco, who is your biggest loser? Uh, Anybody that plays for Juventus, 3-0 Real Madrid. Oh, man. Book it. Book it. Yeah, you're cool. Book it. I'll give you my biggest loser of the week. My brother got married out of the game Ooh, this week. Frankie. This week didn't cover any spreads over under on walking out, out of the church was was one. Didn't do it. <laughs> In all reality, I'm the biggest fucking loser on this thing for fucking joining this. Yeah, definitely. That's a good point. Mine is Buster yeah, fucking Posey. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Steph type Curry. of dude to walk in while his wife is getting drilled and just grab a freaking thing of popcorn and watch and then slap the dude <laughs> high five after he gets done railing his wife. Buster Post doesn't have dad, a stack. Let's move on to lead pipe locks. My lead pipe lock of the week is 
Juventus. Frank Oda and I have a girlfriend by the end of the week. <laughs> I got, I got. If everybody can get this in by game one, the the Warriors minus seven is an absolute steal. Go get them now while you can. All right, I'm going with uh, Juve to win in regulation. Uh, Buffon to be MVP. All right, I'm just gonna jump in here. Warriors first half at minus 115 at four and a half. And also Steph Curry over 23 and a half points. Book them both. I'm the only one who ever gives winners on here. And sometimes I even sprinkle in money lines. But those are my two for this week. <laughs> double, <laughs> double lock. Ooh, I love that. Okay. Nashville Predators down one nothing. Jump on the value. Preds to win the series. Wow. I'm already to in on that. To win the just... series? What is it, paper asshole? 220. There. Yep. How about how good. about exact games? Predators in seven. No. Plus six fifty. Plus six fifty. Holy! I love that fucking yeah, value. Yeah. Sidney Crosby's played in more and won more game sevens than almost any player in the history of the NHL. So, if it's in a game seven, you got to go with the Penguins. That's one of those stats I just crumple up and throw out the window. <laughs> Bet one of the best players this. of all time shows up when it's time to play. Thanks Kevin Durant, you. plus 160, NBA Finals bet, MVP. That's my lock. All right, you heard it here first. Those are our locks for the night. Um, thank you for everyone joining our podcast. Dave Franco, Tommaso Diagostino for the input on the soccer bets. Remember to get your Champions League bets in that game Saturday. The NBA Finals starts Thursday. Uh, lacrosse doesn't start till next year, 365 days. Get ready. Um, and thank you for everybody for joining. This is the first episode of season two. Started off a bit rough, but you know that's what you can get. only go up from here. What are you do? What are you doing when when this podcast is done, Tommaso? Well, usually at 10 p.m. on uh, Tuesday nights. I like to go to a Springfield Sting game down at the Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh my God! You mean that team that plays at the Basketball Hall of Fame and they play basketball? Yeah, our local professional basketball team. I love the Springfield Sting. I'm pretty sure they're undefeated at home this year. Tickets are $10 for admission. I mean, where can you beat that price? And you can find them on Groupon. Thanks, anybody, for joining our show. I appreciate you taking the time if you got all the way to the end. But most likely you signed off at about the two-minute mark. So thank you, everybody, for joining this week. We'll see you on episode two. I think we got um, New Orleans Noel joining the episode. I can do this all day, I can do this all night. All month, all year for my whole entire life. Who you know got a home but seen to live on the road. Looking like a black gypsy in a caravan of bros. Music for the people I used to rap on the train. Now I rap on the stage and I'm used to capital gain. I ain't asking for change, I'm good at coining the phrase. What I want is more than ever and never to fade away. Is that too much to ask? Good, cause I ain't asking. Already into action, I had your answer retracted. So stay about my business, is crowded enough with me you added it's just a witness i'd rather not even see i'm good with the folks around me get from around me before we commence the clowning yeah keep it on the level yeah keep it on the level i'm climbing up the ladder while you in need of a shovel let's get at him